Hello, my lovely. Welcome back to episode 9 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. If you're listening to this on launch date, I hope that you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Because this is the first episode post the holiday, I am going to talk a bit about the foods. I'm sure you've heard pretty much all of it. How, if, when, what you should eat. And I'm definitely being very sarcastic as I feel like everyone is now apparently some form of a health or fitness and nutrition know-it-all on things like Instagram and Facebook. You literally hear it all. You should eat the sweets because you deserve it and you should be able to eat whatever you want. Yet you also hear things like you should be eating less than 1,200 calories a day. In my opinion, there's so much mixed information and it's really hard to get a good grasp on what is right for you. To dive in a tiny bit more, maybe you heard of this whole thing tracking your macros. For some, that might be something that you are very accustomed to and you do it on the regular. For others, this might be something that you've heard of, yet you have no idea what the hell it means. Either way, you might have seen the question posed, should you or should you not track your foods? Whether if you don't know what the hell a macro or micronutrient is, or if you think that you know exactly what your body needs to intake, this episode is for you. So, Basically, if you eat fucking food, you should listen. I hope that this is one that brings a smile to your face rather than causes extra stress and tension around the topic of food. Okay, let me stop rambling for a sec so we can get the show on the road. Go grab your favorite nice warm yummy beverage and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. So first off, I really do want to begin this episode by addressing what might be the elephant in the room around this topic, and that is in regards to any form of an eating disorder. I want you to know that everything I say today, as I commonly state in yoga classes, is just a loose suggestion. I am not directly prescribing your food intake on this episode. That would be downright silly. I am simply addressing and defining different parts of nutrition so that hopefully you can find what works for you when it comes to tracking or not tracking your food. I also want you to know that if you really struggle with food, meaning you might take in way more than you know you should and maybe you overeat a lot when it comes to stressful times in your life. Or maybe you have an issue with not consuming enough food and the thought of it alone really stresses you out. 
if either of these are you, I want you to know that it is more than okay to talk to someone. We have this idea in our society that reaching out for help or getting any form of therapy is not needed, and I strongly disagree. Now, I am by no means saying that I am a therapist. However, I do hope you know that if you have any questions or if you need someone to talk to, that I am always here to assist. Now, before we dive into the nitty gritty, let's talk about goals. We all have different ones, and I personally believe that as long as there is a viable reason to said goal, you are then free to set whatever goal is best for your current needs or desires. However, if you are setting a goal just because you want to look like somebody else or because you want to look like a certain trend, which is a concept that I actually cannot wait to rant about on here in the near future, then please, 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 please let that shit go. No matter if your legitimate goal is to gain and or lose weight, or maybe it is to develop a certain muscle group and make it stronger or make it bigger, then cool, you got to get your nutrition in check. One way to fully understand what fuel your body is getting is to track your food. I think we can all agree that you will get a better understanding of what nutritional value you are intaking if you track what goes into your body. Yes? Even if you're not a fan of it, I hope you understand the potential importance. Think of a Fortune 500 company that does not track their revenue, meaning they have no idea what parts of their business make the money and what parts of their business are a total and complete flop. If that was actually how it worked, I promise you the company would not be that successful. So for purposes of this example, I want you to make a correlation of yourself to the Fortune 500 company. Now, before giving you a glimpse into my past, I think it is important for us to start by defining what is a macro and what is a micronutrient. The beginning of each word gives you a little clue into what they mean. Macro comes from the Greek word, I want to say it's pronounced macros, but I could be totally wrong. It's spelled M-A-K-R-O-S, but it means large. Macronutrients are big picture nutrition categories, such as carbs, fats, and proteins, while micronutrients are smaller nutritional categories, such as individual vitamins and minerals. Macro also comes from a Greek word, and the word is spelled M-I-K-R-O-S, which means small. There are a lot of micronutrients in the foods that you eat, especially within fruits and vegetables. They have plenty of vitamins and minerals. A few examples of some micronutrients would be calcium, vitamins B6, B12, vitamin C and E, and also zinc. 
As we dive into tracking macros or this concept, I want you to know that I am by no means saying that micronutrients are like not needed or something. In fact, if you are working with a coach that does not understand and evaluate the micronutrients that you are consuming, then maybe it is time you get a new coach. However, for the purpose of this episode, we are going to talk about the bigger picture as we are primarily talking about what you would track day-to-day regularly. As I said a few moments ago, I'm going to take you down memory lane for a hot second. I would say five, goodness, maybe seven years ago now, I was getting more into lifting weights. Not much at all, might I add, and I was teaching yoga like a crazy person. At this point, I had studied nutrition here and there, but I was under the impression that I was pretty close to an A++ student because I ate everything really wholesome. At this point in my life, I cut out so much stuff that I now eat. I ate a crazy amount of fruits and vegetables. I ate little to no processed foods, and I was a pain in the ass to go out with because I wouldn't eat at so many places. I still ate fish, but I pretty much gave up all other forms of meat. And please note, I never considered myself a pescatarian. I hate when people say they are a vegetarian, for example, but they eat meat every now and then. Personally, I truly don't care if you are or aren't a vegetarian, but please don't sit there and proclaim you are something that you are not. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry, it's just a huge pet peeve of mine. Anyways, at this time in my life, I would eat like one to two avocados a day, no problem. And I ate nuts like they were going out of style. Yet my only real protein source was less than a half of a scoop of protein powder that I would mix into veggies as a spice. Yep, mix it in as a spice. Fast forward, I don't know, maybe a year or so, and I was definitely really liking the whole lifting and yoga combo. Not saying I was strong at really any of the damn lifts, but I loved the combo of the two. It just spoke to me. However, I began getting frustrated with some movements and pieces of performance on my end. I started running a shit ton because I thought it was the right thing to do. And when that really was not getting me the strength and the outcomes that I desired, I obtained my ACE personal training certification. From here, my brain was like a sponge. I was so damn fascinated with the body as well as nutrition. I then began to add more proteins into my diet, but for some reason the idea of tracking food just didn't sit well with me. Even though I transitioned and decided to study the body, specifically with movement patterns and nutrition for years, I still was not sold on tracking food. I felt like I was going to be restricted and I would create a bad relationship with food. So I continued to avoid it. 
fast forward another few years. And I finally said, what the hell, let's do the damn thing. Now I can wholeheartedly tell you that the old me was totally and completely wrong. If anything, so many restrictions I had with food had been lifted and I will very loosely say I can now eat whatever I want. I say that it was loosely lifted because I will never, ever, ever be the coach that is like, sure, go crush McDonald's all day, every day, as long as it fits in your macros. That is another huge pet peeve of mine. The words or the phrase, as long as it fits in your macros, when talking about the big picture, is horseshit, in my opinion. So, why did this beautiful love develop between me and food tracking? Well, it's quite simple, folks. I then actually understood the weight and size and the full amount of what I was eating. Now, is eyeballing by saying a fist size of chicken is what you want on your dinner plate? Is that beneficial? Sure. I think it helps when you are out to eat dinner. But if you're looking to really understand what you are consuming day to day, then no, I don't think it's actually going to do the trick. Here is what I learned real quick when I first started tracking macros. I ate enough fats to feed seven people. (laughs) Okay, maybe not seven, but still, you get the gist. I was under eating protein, even with the old fist measurement. And my calorie intake was all over the place. Some days it would be crazy high, and other days it would be hella low. To get back around to the initial question, which started this episode, should you or should you not track your food? My answer, per usual on these episodes, is it depends. I personally do understand that it is not for everyone. Matt, the boyfriend by the way, I always forget that I don't always mention who this Matthew fellow is on here, does not like doing it on the reg. Yet he can tell when he has been, I guess I would say off for a while, and will sometimes jump back on the track food train for a short period of time as he can tell his eyeballing measurements are just downright inaccurate based on either his gym performance, weight, or a combo of the two. Even though it might not be something that you do regularly, I do think it is important to give it a try. And I'm not saying a 21-day try. Studies show that on average, it takes 66 days to develop a habit. So think about that the next time you go to do a quick fix. If you are looking to gain or lose weight, build muscle, or maintain all the strength and physical awesomeness you see in the mirror, then it is important to understand what you are intaking. Without going into a full lecture on macronutrients, let's take a sec to pinpoint some of the benefits that protein has. And I know so many people tend to undereat on Z proteins, which is why I'm picking on this guy. Protein can help with all of the following. Gaining muscle, recovering quickly and efficiently, 
supporting your body weight, fullness in meals, and thermogenic effects, aka protein will help with more than just putting on muscle. Please remember that. However, if you don't want to get strong and have some dope muscles, uh, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I kid, I kid, well, kind of. (laughs) All right, folks, that's all I have for this episode. To recap, should you track your food? My answer? Maybe and maybe not. But I do think it is worth giving a try. Nutrition is something that we should get a better understanding of at a young age. Yet I bet all you can remember is the food chart that you studied in school and your mom yelling at you for not eating some nasty canned veggies on your dinner plate. As with everything, this nutrition journey will take time. It is something that you will change and work on for the rest of your damn life. But it is oh so worth it if you want to create a healthier you. If you have any questions, or maybe you just want to chit-chat about food. And lastly, maybe you would like to work with me as your nutrition coach. For any of those, please hit me up on the gram at Danielle the Yogi, which is spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L the Yogi. Also, if you found any and all value on this episode, please, please, please go over to Apple Podcast or whatever the heck it's called now and give the show a five-star review. As always, thank you for listening. Namaste and slay boo thing.